This is George Conner of the Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. So we recorded after the uh, a few weeks before the football season was over, but I never released it because I felt like ashamed of what we recorded. Oh, ashamed? Yeah, not on your end. You're, you're great. You were great. You are great. You're a solid stand-up man. Uh, I just felt like <laughs> I just felt like the whole reason I was doing this was lost. What? I forget what we talked about. We talked about it was it was to preview the Bears Chiefs game. It was the Bears game that mm. didn't, that didn't matter anymore, and the Chiefs game that sort of mattered. And it was the Sunday night football game uh, for the for the Christmas season. And uh, it was supposed to be a big deal when the season started, but by the time it actually rolled around, it was the least possible big deal. <laughs> it was a terrible game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, you're truly your not fun won. to watch. It was yeah. Yeah, n- no one won, but. Um, I didn't release it because the entire episode we spent, due to me, not you, sort of recapping events that weren't mine to recap. Um, like, uh, like what? We talked about our friend's wedding that I was invited to that you attended. Oh, yeah. And it, pretty much just like their careers. <laughs> 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 and... I like these people, and, and in no way did it seem like I was upset with anyone or jealous of anyone or anything negative. It just, those aren't my stories to tell. Sure, we, we've, got, we've got the Bears, but like, um, you know. Yeah, the Bears are a public team that plays on national yeah. television. <laughs> it's different. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a di- it's, it's different, sure. And we also talked about people that attended the wedding, mutual friends of ours. <laughs> These are private, <laughs> private stories. And, and listening back to that, I was like, "What is this?" It, it almost—I mean, it, if anything, it just highlights the fact that we just need to have more personal phone calls with each other that aren't recorded uh, for for podcasts. I'm recording this during the third nap of the day for my son. If I don't record these conversations, I'm not making this call. I'm doing dishes in the laundry. This is the only time I talk to adults. I get it. That's I, I think podcasting has been uh, it is it is uh, provided huge leaps forward for uh, male communication. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Which is a perfect segue to NFL football. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really is. Um, we need we need more uh, football players podcasting, and I think they can <laughs> you know so they can the they can kind thinking. of emotionally yeah yeah. So, I'm glad I've done this the entire season. So I'll have done this after every Bears game. Uh, the Bears defeated the Minnesota Vikings during the last regular season game for the Bears. Uh, last weekend, the Vikings advanced in the playoffs, so they're still in the playoffs. Your team is playing uh, after receiving a week one bye. And because of this show, I've now talked to like 15 people, give or take, about professional football over the course of 2019. One of which I hadn't seen in like eight years. I saw him over the Christmas break. I saw Martin. That was great. So while you are coming at this with jest, you're 100% correct. The NFL and podcasting yep. is strengthening male bonding. I have, I've, yeah, no, that's, I, I, would, um, I could write a thesis about the advancements of male bonding due to podcasts. I feel like that. You know would, what? I, I will. I think, <laughs> <laughs> How about I do it? I don't appreciate it. As a goof. Now, will this be a butt <laughs> sketch? 
Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be like a whole butt sketch, but it's actually just a um, a you know uh, an academic paper. I but it's it, a sketch. It's a it's like a yeah. <laughs> I think you could do this, and it would be very nice, and I would appreciate it for multiple levels. Well, I'm probably let's be honest, I'm not going to. <laughs> I think you could. I think if you did, you gave like a TED talk, but you were wearing like a painted red because yeah. What do the Kansas City Chiefs do for? like home games or something do they like paint themselves red or anything or yeah I, I guess there's some people that do the paint uh thank god i mean it's dying down but it, 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 there used to be far more uh native headdresses uh, oh, sure. at the stadium and that that's that's slowing down thank god uh, <laughs> there's not none um but it, yeah red red and red and yellow face paint i think is a, is a big one yeah oh boy. well anyways what if you just gave a TED Talk, a serious type of, te- maybe like a sensible khaki and button-up shirt combo, and then with your face painted your team's colors? <laughs> and that's, and that's yeah, it. You never reference khakis. it. There's got to be a way to, there's, yeah, uh, uh, maybe I, I, it, a tearaway would be nice, and then it's got kind of like the look underneath a suit or something like that, you know? Some Zubas or whatever. Have you ever considered doing an entire show where every – uh, sketch you do is um, a slightly different costume change, but rather than do like leave the stage, you just do tearaways, like thirty different tearaways. I've not, no, I've not, I've not done that. No, I, I you know what? Do you want me to? I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like that. I would like that very much. Yeah, just like slowly take off my uh, my clothes. Oh, what was um the the uh, Zach Galifianakis did a, his first Comedy Central special like that. Oh man, never mind. Uh, he he did he did like um, uh, he I I I think I heard a podcast again. This is about communication here, uh, but I think I, I think I heard something about that after the fact, where he kind of like removes an article as he goes, so they couldn't uh, mess up his edit. That's a good, which is a genius idea. idea. Such a great Jesus, idea. Like, that's a good you idea. You can't you can't cut around me if I'm like slowly taking my clothes off during my set, <laughs> uh, and it, it was great. Yeah. <clears throat> I uh, I've had the same I the same goal every year when I do my show because I want to do one show where every single time I get a laugh I spike the microphone and I have a new microphone. <laughs> you go through like uh, yeah one one or two mics it'll be great. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was waiting stuff. for. That's the easy one. Um, <laughs> I've I think hardcore music is like inherently so funny and silly. Yeah, and I but I love the theatrical like like the Roger Daltrey-esque mic stuff, but like, unlike Roger Daltrey, who catches the mic, these are occasionally spiked, and there's like duct tape all over them. All over them. I want to do that for a, a late night style talk show. Yeah, no, imagine just uh, Fallon doing that in a, in a monologue or something. I would love that. I would legit <laughs> like Jimmy Fallon if he just started spiking microphones. He'd be into it. He would do it. <laughs> sure. Well, that's a good Bears pod. Uh, thank you for your time. Are you are you excited <laughs> yeah, for this go weekend Bears? of football? I I am like I'm like bubbling over with excitement. Are you really? Absolutely. I'm, I did I'm, not this is the year. That. I'm, I I I am uh, I I I'm always hesitant to say that kind of thing, but I think this feels like a different one. This feels different for the Chiefs. Now. Did the elimination of the New England Patriots change your excitement level? Um, I wasn't 
I, I, I was okay if they had gone, uh, if they had won. I would have been psyched to have played them. Um, I think that they, the Chiefs have a, a pretty, the best path forward right now is through the, through the Texans. But I think uh, I, I wouldn't have been, uh, you know, I was, I was far more psyched by their loss to the, to the Dolphins, that's for sure. The Patriots. Yeah. Now, this weekend will most will it be as exciting so last weekend was wildcard weekend bills texans texans won that's why you're playing the texans titans beat the patriots vikings beat the saints and the seahawks beat the eagles i'd say out of those games only one minor upset the titans patriots is like the only minor upset is that fair yeah because the other ones felt far more balanced yeah like the vikings shouldn't have beaten the saints but the vikings have been hot longer and yeah, like they won in overtime. That's not that shocking. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, they were. It was a great weekend. I think I watched three out of the four games, and they were all really good. I mean, um, and I usually don't watch a ton of non-cheap football, but I watched everything. You know, almost everything last week. And yeah, it was like oh, perfectly matched teams going at it. It was great. This weekend is a uh, Vikings 49ers in San Francisco. That, in theory, should be a very good game. Then Titans-Ravens. Ravens should run away with that, I hope. And then Sunday, I think, is a better slate of games, which is your team, the Texans-Chiefs and the Seahawks-Packers. I Chiefs are heavy favorites, right? Yeah, I think they're... Uh, I, don't, I don't know like what any of the, the numbers are for, for that, but I think they're, they've got to be at this point, I think. And then uh, my favorite, favorite game of the weekend is Seahawks-Packers, and it has almost... Nothing to do with what happens in the game and everything to do with uh, Marshawn Lynch returning to Seattle. That's exciting. Yeah, that's great. I'm psyched he's back. And this is why I'm glad I, I kind of sort of watched all of the NFL season. Because, like, the Bears didn't do anything for me. I dislike the team. I like the defense. The defense, Jesus. I like the defense. I, I hate the coach. But there's no really good narrative, but then you have the Marshawn Lynch narrative, and it's awesome. You have your quarterback on your team having a career later last year and sort of like not doing bad this year, but not playing to his level. And then who, they're probably going to play the Ravens featuring the most exciting player in professional football. Like These are exciting narratives that get you, in theory, excited for the game. Oh, if we get, if we get a uh, Chiefs-Ravens AFC championship, I mean, that is the best game of the year uh, that's going to be a better game than the Super Bowl. Oh, th- will that determine the Super Bowl winner? You'd say. What's that? Will that game determine the Super Bowl winner? Like the NFC yeah, does I not even that, matter. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think whoever wins that game probably is is set. I think those are that's the that's the real matchup that I think is going to determine who's the best team. Yeah. Are you going to watch the Pro Bowl? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I, I, I don't know if I've ever watched the Pro Bowl literally ever. <laughs> yeah. Was, I may not have ever seen one in my life. They're not really good. I don't no, like no, it. They're really bad. I was just sort of making a joke, be, but for no real reason. It's the same day as the Royal Rumble. So I'll be watching the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Are you going to watch the Royal Rumble? Uh, I might. That's actually like the one, uh, WWE thing a year I like to watch. If I can, uh, if I can find somebody to watch it with. Uh, you're more than welcome to fly out to D.C. I'm going to have my first ever Royal Rumble party. That's going to be fun. I think, yeah, the, rum, the Rumble's the one where it's like, I'm, a, I'm in a, a very long-term lapsed wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like the one where you're like, oh, yeah, I, can, I get it. I at least 
I know what's going to happen. It's going to be a big, big mashup of dudes. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's a really good way to describe almost all sports. Yeah, I know what I'm going to get on that one, so I like it. Um, and, you know, sometimes you get an old, some old guy uh, popping in. You get like a, I don't know, who's a, you get a, a Coco Beware or Tatanka Ooh, or some good, shit good coming reference. in. Uh, I think he's dead. Uh, I don't know, though. Oh, and fuck. <laughs> I actually, I don't know. You know who was in the Rumble in the last few years? Tatanka. Yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's my guy. Tatanka, that's my guy. <laughs> Will that be a butt sketch? Yeah, Tatanka being my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching the rumble and going, hey, 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 that's my guy. By the way, Coco Beware what? is still alive. He's 62. Nice. Where yeah. you go, Coco? Yeah. That's shocking to me. That it's Coco hard being a, from, from that era. That era of wrestlers, it's, it's a, it was, they lived way harder than, than anybody oh, ever, yeah. basically. <laughs> Do you know anybody so, that could live that life now past 30? I mean, personally? Yeah, personally. Do you think any <laughs> of your friends have the constitution to live a Ted DiBiase, Jake the Snake, Coco Beware lifestyle mid to late 80s and still be alive at 35? Uh, that's, I, I, I think I know maybe a couple people where they could hang in till about 35. Yeah. And then after that, it's you're on borrowed time. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. But I, I think maybe I know I know a couple people that might have that kind of constitution. Did any of those people play professional or college sports? I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. I, yeah, I, I think it's it it's kind of irrelevant if they if they played sports or not. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, cause, you know what I mean? Because you could be. I think of that era of wrestlers, you could just be a big fat guy <laughs> who didn't who didn't do that much. Like you get a lifted guy, so you got to do a little weight training, but you don't sure. have to be that athletic for that era. Um, yeah, you're you right. Be, like, There's tell no me call. John, yep, tell me, right. John Penta is a you know. I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. I guess I don't know who Earthquake. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's big. He's a big fat guy. And he didn't. He wasn't like a high flying big man. No, he was just like no, a big no. guy. Vader was like a high flying fat guy. Here, here's yeah. a more important football question: um, the replacements. Uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis is arguably the greatest band to ever come from there. Um, horrible football movie named after them called The Replacements, uh, not about them. Yes. Do you think any of the four members of the original Replacements? would have done better in WWF than they did in The Replacements? Oh, um, well, Bob is a, the, the standout. I think he could, have, he could have maybe had a managerial career. You think Bob uh, could? Yeah, I think, I think perhaps he could have. And, I mean, and that's only comparing it to what you said, like do, you know, compare it to his position in the band, where it's like yeah, yeah. you get kicked out. So it's like, all right, I can... I'll take a second career and, and be like a, a, a guy that, you know, waves a thing around and distracts somebody. He'd be like a Jimmy Hart type <laughs> yeah. of manager in his, like, yeah. leotard and onesie. Yeah, I think he could, I think he could do that. I don't, I'm not saying, like, he could be a, a superstar wrestler, but he could be a, a, a colorful character on the, uh, on the apron there. I bet Tommy Stinson would have done better in wrestling than in rock and roll. 
Interesting uh, thesis. What, what's, he, what's he bringing to the table wrestling-wise? Number one, his looks, and he was a high flyer. Uh, I originally watched a very not good documentary about the replacements. Apparently he wore weights around his ankles uh, when the band was first starting out, so when he would play live, he would be able to jump higher. He was practicing his leaps. He's a good-looking dude. He's like, he, he's like the Matt yeah. Hardy prototype. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a, certainly he's got the rock star look, and I, it's I didn't I didn't really realize he was doing uh, you know resistance training or weight training exactly. with exactly uh, he's his doing this in the early eighties some David Lee Roth stuff and yeah. then what band does he join in nineteen ninety eight Guns and Roses what Guns and Roses band yeah that is more <laughs> WWF friendly than Guns and Roses uh, I mean that's a good question I, I I don't even know where to start probably uh, no I mean I, they would leap to mind for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to go Tommy Stinson has a better life if he goes straight into the WWE Performance Center than he does uh, hanging out with his brother and the janitor, Paul Westerberg. I, f- I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, better life, that's a hard thing to say, better life. His but... brother might still be alive. Perhaps, yes. That's, you know, it seems that's slightly better. like there's potential. No, there's no guarantees about anything, though. No, there isn't, but... You know, perhaps, perhaps he gets, uh, I don't know, hit by a large bus. I don't know. There could have been a lot of shit. Wouldn't you throw in the large bus contingent? It really throws everything off. <laughs> you know how many buses there are in, uh, in Minnesota? No, tell me. The land of 10,000 buses. <laughs> Man, are you doing some Kirk Cousins uh, prop comedy that I don't know about? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a. I love that reaction, by the way. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, here's a, here's a weird thing that I didn't think would happen at the start of the football season. As of right now, there is a chance that the starting and backup quarterbacks for the 2012 Washington Redskins will meet in the Super Bowl. Um. Wait, who's wait starting and backup quarterbacks for the Washington Redskins? Twenty twelve, RG 3s rookie season. He wins rookie of the year. Yeah, he's the backup for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Yep, I'd say that's almost a lock. No offense, I I like your Chiefs. I'm not trying to shit on you. And Kirk Cousins right. with the Vikings. Oh yeah, um, I mean, there's no way that uh, RG three is going to play in the Super Bowl. But you never know. People get hurt all the time. You never know. They do. They do. People do get hurt. They can, <laughs> he could perhaps be hit by a large bus. That's right. Also, it's a running quarterback situation. There's there's a decent chance Lamar Jackson like rolls an ankle and misses one series in RG three plays. It's not. It's not totally out of the realm of possibility. That's all I'm saying. Isn't that fun? I yeah. No, it it would be fun. And you like watching uh, RG three be the backup. He's actually gotten some playing time. Yeah, this year, which has been kind of cool. I've been I've been watching almost all of the Ravens games just because it's the most exciting team to watch this year. Um, so yeah, get, getting a, seeing a little bit of RG three and playing really well too. Like he's yeah, that's been a lot of fun. Do you think you're gonna feel they're gonna probably meet up and for the AFC division, the AFC championship game? If if it's a, will you feel? pain if they lose I mean, this is a stupid question um i, I know <laughs> will i feel pain I know, i'm so sorry i know you don't care that much you're a reasonable man you have a life you have a wife you have a job you have passions football is not maybe makes the top 20 
You know what I mean? It's not a big deal to you. Is that fair? It's, I, I would say during football season, it becomes a big deal. And then when I'm not thinking about it, I don't care at all. Yeah, so does it break your top ten things you care about? It's in the, it's in the ballpark. Okay, I so it's get, pretty important, pretty but it's it. not top five, I'm assuming. Yeah. Then let's ask yeah, this. Yeah, I get, I get excited, yeah. Okay. Will you feel will, – will your anguish over a Chiefs loss alter your day-to-day in any way? It will make me bummed that day, and I'll be bummed the next day. And I might be I, – I, I'll be reminded – I'll get over it, and then I'll be reminded of it when it's the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Which you clearly will watch. Because – but it's it's still it's still a disgusting reminder when you have to watch your players play in the Pro Bowl. Uh, you know that's that's all. What if? Hold on, hold on. What if the Pro Bowl is just retitled a disgusting reminder, and then it should be. It is the Pro Bowl. <laughs> a disgusting reminder, twenty twenty. It's the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it, it it ought to be called that. And it's. Uh, I think we should throw it in the garbage and do something. <laughs> uh, do a rock and jock. Didn't we talk about that? Yes, we did. Should we do a rock that. and jock instead? Actually, that's, that's, the what only, my, that's the best idea. That's, that's maybe the only thing I missed out on this season is talking to you about the Rocket Jack and not posting that. And I don't know if it was you or someone else, but I talked about RG3's uh, really good profile in the Washington Post that ran about a month or two ago about how he's, I think he's fucking delusional, but it's perfect for the Ravens. He, like, he still thinks he's going to be a franchise quarterback. Oh, no, that's never happening. But he's a, he's a perfect Clutch backup. He's, a, yeah. he's like, it's, it couldn't be a better, you know, clutch backup. I will find this article and send it to you because it's, it's the type of thing where it kind of reminds me of the replacements again. I'm not joking. Paul Westerberg <laughs> is the band, but it's not his band. And, like, the reason why it was so great was because of the supporting cast. The Ravens are amazing, and Lamar Jackson is amazing, but because they have that guy with that experience – it's really helpful that he doesn't have to just be Paul Westerberg solo. He could be part of the replacements. Yeah. That is a stretched analogy. We're, yeah. Did, I mean, did, did you like just watch a documentary yeah. about yeah. <laughs> just like right there? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I, I know exactly what you mean. I just, I just read uh, trouble boys, uh, maybe like, I don't know, a few months ago. Uh, highly recommended if you haven't. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah, no. And then everything was the replacements. Like, yeah. or, or like the other day, I, I watched a documentary about Doug Flutie. And then oh, for like three you? days, everything was Doug Flutie. <laughs> was it a 30 for 30? I think so. I saw it on YouTube, so I don't even really remember I where it came from. But I'm pretty Doug sure it was Flutie one documentary. Uh, last question before yeah, we great. end um, this series and you meet them, everybody. Uh, are you at all excited about the XFL? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm way psyched. <laughs> do you, why Bring it are you on, way baby. psyched? I'm way psyched about it. I mean, like, what's, here's the thing is like, what's going to be bad about it? I mean, uh, I can, if, tell me one thing that's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we're going to end the show. <laughs> <laughs>